Good afternoon, good day, good night, goodbye. <laughs> Stop it, you big sillies. Welcome to the Sharp, the social hub of positivity on this yet beautiful bright day. Maybe I need to get some sunglasses or something like that. But uh, nice to see the weather so bright. Hopefully it's as bright and warming wherever you may be watching this. But obviously, again, if it's at night, it would be scary to have it so bright. So possibly uh, just the, the day that you spent before you watched this uh, was nice. And you've had a lovely, peaceful time with you and the ones that you love. Uh, in the world of Can Do Arts for Sustainable Development, we've had some lovely uh, community initiatives and community uh, coming together last week, for instance, in our sharp in the social hub of positivity in Emery Gate Shopping Centre in Chippenham, which is of course in the wonderful county of Wiltshire, which is of course in the wonderful country of England, which is of course right next to the beautiful country of Ireland. Anyhow, the, uh, and Wales, Scotland. Um, yeah, so we've had the coming together of lots of lovely people in our shop for the sing-along for that unfortunate situation in Morocco and Libya and we'll be doing other fundraising initiatives to support that um, so thank you to everyone that either performed the wonderful Oli Hunsell, John Savage, Jasmine Carey eh, Tom, young Tom on the drums um, Andy Anyone I forgot, I do apologise. But anyway, we did uh, four hours of, uh, of singing in a small way to uh, give out into the world some positive, uh, empathetic energy. And uh, for anyone that donated, and uh, we want to say thank you. And we wish the friends and families of anyone that's affected by that peace and love. Um, hopefully the situations in both countries will be resolved soon. Um, there's a lot of flooding going on, people. A lot of flooding going on around the world. A lot of fires. Now, that might have been happening throughout history, but uh, it doesn't appear to have been reported as such. There has been various times when places have been flooded. But I don't know if there's ever been a situation um, where it's happened so frequently. But anyway... Even if it's natural causes and there isn't a climate emergency, there's still a climate emergency because, let's face it, we are definitely polluting our climate, aren't we? Putting all, all these car fumes, etc., etc., industry, everything else. We'd have to be crazy to deny that man's impact since the Industrial Revolution hasn't been detrimental. Now, when I say detrimental, I don't mean necessarily that my main priority in saying this is to pandas, for instance, above people. But what I mean is this, without a doubt, the occurrences of asthma, for one example, in cities, particularly London, look at the statistics and say to yourself, is that acceptable that we have so say civilized forward thinking society that actively destroys the absolute lungs of young and old alike. Now, that's George next door, and he is a keen advocate of cleaner air for not just dogs, 
but for children and people and old folk alike. So if you're ambivalent about just stop oil or just stop, stop dogs barking, um, or if you are deluded into thinking and have been affected by the um, propaganda by obviously paid for by the uh, vested interests to maintain their flow of wealth regardless of the detriment it, it occurs to uh, people or the mass population in whatever developing country. And that goes for all the countries in the world that have got unbridled industrial negative output into the atmosphere. If you think it's okay and you don't think that we are being affected negatively as human beings on the planet, because remember, the planet will live without us. It doesn't need human beings to exist while the sun still shines, etc., etc. We'll spin at a thousand miles an hour doing whatever it is we do and whatever great scientists are trying to explore and to rationalize what it is, our purpose here on Earth. It can't be about making money. People don't eat money. It has to be about something else. And if it's not about caring for each other and the planet that we live on, not because we are some green tree hugging, woolly, whatever warriors that you people seem to uh, be so offended by, or being taught to be offended by, it's about the necessity to ensure that everyone has an equal right and access to clean air, clean water, shelter, all the sort of priorities of life. I go further to say that emotionally and physically we need things and love and support is definitely in short supply in lots of people's lives, particularly the people that we spend a lot of the time across the 25 years at Can Do working with. We have seen it firsthand. We are community workers. We look at the social elements of sustainable development. So check out what sustainable development is. If you get affronted by the fact that you feel, no, I get it. So many rights have been eroded. Um, we have a government, we have had three prime ministers. It cannot be the case that when you have a general election and you have a person voted in as prime minister, that if the party that, that, that has them as a leader kicks them out, there has to be a general election. Having said that, the party politics that have been going on since day dot are obviously more uh, in favour of the vested interests uh, than they are of the general population. It's definitely got a time in history when our rights have been eroded on a daily basis, regardless of what race, colour or whoever you are, whatever fo football team you support, doesn't matter. If you're just one of the masses like myself, you are having your rights and your ability to provide for yourself and your families eroded on a day-to-day -day basis. Look at the tax system, look at the um, bonuses given to all these major CEOs of banks that failed. The banks failed, we bailed them out, and then we are still struggling to privatise electricity and all the utilities. And For what? Who would do that? What benefit could it possibly be to give away something that we own? That's technically like someone coming into your house, selling all your gear, telling you that you can buy it back at a certain price, you not being able to afford it, and then someone else benefiting from all your hard work. That's what it was like privatizing gas, electric, water. Why would we want competition in how our water is delivered to us? We'd want generalized standard situation where the water was fit for purpose, yeah? 
to and accessible to everyone. We shouldn't be making money out of that. Likewise, we shouldn't be making money out of housing. Think about it. It's, it's a natural right to have a house. It's appalling. There are so many people in this country, not just the sort of people that are scraping by to get a mortgage on just about having a second home. Well, I think it's bad enough. I definitely believe no one should have two houses until everyone's got one. However, all these uh, uh, vacant uh, landlords, lots of them oligarchs from Russia, that own loads of property in London. Hmm. And you can say, oh, it's embargoed and stuff. If you follow the flow of money that have come through the London, the banking uh, industry in London, you'll see that it's nothing short of a laundering scenario. The dirty, unethical, immoral money. Now, when we put money above people and profit above people, you are absolutely on a slippery slope to nowhere. Mm. So we in our own way are looking at that and have done for 25 years in this country and other countries that we work in. We suggest that you as an individual, if you're watching this, start looking at the democratic process in your local councils, for instance. We have a long term now since the pandemic. We have been questioning very questionable behaviour by our local council and council workers in our small little humble town of Chippenham. I think you need to be doing that wherever you live and look at what money's been spent on, what money's been given to people for roles that do not need to exist according to other councillors and to all the way that money's distributed. We have this uh, area grants thing. If you, we, we've, we've, we've been we've been looking and questioning all sorts of process and procedure that has in our humble opinion been uh shall we say either overlooked to suit the people in power to support people and organizations that aren't necessarily doing things for the benefit of all should we put it that way so I want you to look as an individual if you feel empowered look at your own consumption look at what you're eating cut down on your processed food look at me i'm an absolute model of great behavior now i've come to uh, lots of late realizations that um we have been well the late realizations have been talking about sugar for instance being a gateway drug to every other drug and we feed that to kids think about that research how it how we got sugar the whole process of who benefited from making sugar and what benefit it does to you. There's plenty of information out there and obviously not in the mass media, but I'm talking about on the different channels that look at what uh, all this carbohydrate from processed food, you know, all the different stuff was sold as convenience, which makes us fat and unable to think straight and absolutely has a negative effect. And that will go for alcohol and caffeine and the like. I've recently cut out both of those things from my life um, after many years of totally indulging. So I'm one of those people you can say, well, at least Ed's actually saying something that he has an experience of. I have drunk your share of alcohol and your share of caffeine in the time that I've been on this beautiful planet. So I suggest you look at your own health, look at what intermittent fasting might do for you. For instance, it's an ironic thing that we're taught to, and this is what they say about America, isn't it? That the reason why the portions of food are so big is because a lot of the people are immigrants that went there. They were so relieved to have food that they just couldn't get enough of it. And look at how many instances of obesity there are in America. And then look how many there are in England. It's an ever-growing, ironic, no pun intended, uh, scenario. And I would say that at some time I've been near obese myself. So I'm not saying that as some sort of holier-than-thou 
evangelistic sort of, you know, one of those worst type of police. Oh, yeah, used to smoke, used to drink, yeah, did all those things. I can tell you firsthand how hard it is and how bad it is and how much better it is for you to give them up. Look at all the vested interests that we have in this world, in this country, around the world, in keeping us ill. Look at the pharmaceutical companies, look at what they've been doing instead of looking for natural remedies. No wonder they, have, they, they drowned witches. It's because they were herbalists. They were in the forest finding out natural cures. People that have controlled the World Health Organization or what have you need to look at what it is they're prescribing to people on it and if it's accessible and if it's a, success, a better and successful alternative to the natural ingredients or the natural herbs and, and food sources that we can get that will make us healthy, both in mind, there's a lot of mental health, isn't there? Situations ever rising and in body. And I would go further and say spirit. So we need to look at all those different things. I'm having, I'm enjoying at the moment over, over the last few months, cutting out the things that I know and you know that you have historically known aren't good for you, process me, etc, etc, etc. So, we definitely need a new cat, new cat, and yeah, <laughs> we need that first, and anyone that understood that, can you write to this address, uh, but we need a situation where we have a recalibration of society, we need to get rid of, quite obviously, my experience professionally, is that the, you can't, complain or you cannot get any justice when you point out they try and protect each other and they try and hide there and hope you go away that's the that's the laughable thing there is no due process when you when you investigate a local councillor not really it looks like there is but when you try and do it look try it try it and see what happens when you start asking questions to the local council that you live in and or to the adjudicating officer whoever it is that's supposed to look at complaints it's appalling but then it makes sense doesn't it because in fact we are all under the cosh now we are our freedoms are being eroded on a day-to-day -day basis the freedom to even even to protest against the fact that our freedom has been eroded has been eroded there is an appalling lack of um honest and fair and uh, open governance both on a local and a national and an international level there seems to be a situation where the human rights of individuals, just taking this country, have been eroded almost on a weekly basis. Remember, we have a prime minister, say prime minister, ain't my prime minister, hasn't been elected, making all sorts of claims. Lots of stuff that uh, Itchie Bulls, I mean, Richie Bullsack, I mean, Richie, what's his name, Sunak, has actually uh, said that he's abolished, that didn't even exist in laws. Look at it follow the conversations look at his presentation to those uh, beautiful people in Tunbridge Wells when he was saying about how inner cities had been funded by labor and etc etc in the north and how he was going to change that simultaneously telling the whole country that they were having a leveling up scenario it's appalling you need to be the captain of your own ship you need to steer your own ship you need to get your own information and then you need to work out are you being fed stuff that is making you rail against people that aren't really affecting your life dare i say immigrants etc etc yeah take it in think about that yeah here's just a fact that if all the immigrants and i'm talking about past immigrants as well 
uh, left this country, you'd have to go back before the Anglo-Saxons, because remember, the Anglo-Saxons were from Germany. So anyone with the delusion that somehow there's a Britishness or an Englishness, nah, you're either Celts, yeah, which you're part of the whole uh, uh, diaspora of the Irish, Scottish and Welsh, or you are just a, uh, as everyone else on this planet is, a cross between many cultures and whatever. And it all boils down to you're just another human being on dry land trying to feed and clothe and shelter yourself and your families and your friends. The fact that we are actively having that eroded from us more and more on a day-to-day -day basis is also down to you. Now, traditional politics doesn't work, yeah? Violence doesn't work, so we must. It's not beyond the wit of humanity to come up with other systems that are fair and equitable and transparent that don't benefit the few, while at the same time denigrating the lives of the many. So, this has been a bit of a, a, bit of a ramble, as Terry Wogan would say. Well, I'm going on a little bit there, but the sun is shining while I still have breath in me. I want you to take these words and do with them as you will. But remember, peaceful, non-violent opposition, non-compliance with a society and a situation that is not democratic. We haven't got a democratic elected prime minister, etc., etc. And don't get me started on royalty. All right, loves. Peace out. Love and peace. Spinning out.